Welcome to Real Conversations, exploring the meaning behind the music. Hi, I'm Robert Brzezinski. And I'm Jeannie Kataoka. And together, we're having Real Conversations with your favorite New Thought artists. Join us as we take a deep dive into the inspiration and meaning behind the music of New Thought. Our guests are ready to share stories from their spiritual journey and creative process with you. Real Conversations is a chance to look behind the curtain and connect with your favorite New Thought artists. So let's dive right in. Real Conversations, exploring the meaning behind the music. Well, hello again, dear ones. Reverend Robert with you here today and my dear co-host, Jeannie. Hi, everyone. Jeannie Kataoka here. And we are having real conversations, exploring the meaning behind the music. And today we're doing that with the amazing Kelly Corsino. And I'll tell you, I am just absolutely thrilled that Kelly agreed to sit down with us and have a conversation. I can't wait to dig into this. So I'm going to let Jeannie do an introduction and some bio information, let you get to know a little bit about Jeannie, and then we'll dive into some music. Here we go. Jeannie, please take us away. Hi. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm just really excited that we're getting to sit down here with Kelly Corsino. And once you hear her bio, you're going to be amazed that she had time for us. So let's let's dig into that a little. At one time, Kelly described herself simply as a musician. But she is so much more. From child prodigy who began singing professionally at the age of seven with her family's band to rock and roll performer on the Sunset Strip and her work with American Idol, singer-songwriter Kelly Corsino has performed on stages around the world and made her living as a singer her entire life. First, she was doing cover tunes before being inspired to start writing her own music. And now her songs have garnered multiple awards, including Grammy consideration. On her spiritual path, Kelly has studied Shin Buddhist teachings under her sensei, Reverend Marvin Harada of the Orange County Buddhist Church. Eventually, she was led to the New Thought philosophy and has found that to be a really good fit. The inspiration to write uplifting, positive music that evokes these teachings came a few years ago after the incomparable Faith Rivera took Kelly under her wing, gave her some pointers, and encouraged her to move forward with her gifts. Kelly has broadened her horizons, and as an entrepreneur, she has successfully launched a multi-million dollar production company, a real estate brand that is featured on the Discovery Channel hit show, Flip That House, and a direct sales team with a number one skincare company in North America. As a business strategist, she uses her vast knowledge and out-of-the-box thinking to help entrepreneurs build massive wealth while maintaining life balance. Living what she describes as unique and colorful life, Kelly has a perspective on personal development that is unflinchingly honest and, as she says, a bit irreverent. This and her gift as an intuitive energy worker gives those who are reaching for their highest and best expression of themselves a powerful coach. Her business, Keynote Concerts, bring together all of Kelly's skill sets for the purpose of fulfilling her mission 
to change the world with music. Wow. Thank you, Kelly, for making time for us today, and we're so glad that you could join us. Well, it's my honor, and I and I have to say, I'm like, uh, wow. Okay, I um, that that list sounds really impressive. So I, the first thing that I want to say, coming right out the gate, is that I think that a lot of us do amazing things in our lifetime, and very few of us actually have the opportunity to be interviewed about our lives. And I'll bet you, if you put anybody else's list next to mine, I think a lot of us would be pretty blown away at our own accomplishments. And yet we, we don't think that we, I'm constantly thinking, I don't do enough. I need to do more. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm behind the curve. I haven't achieved a, you know, X, Y, Z. And I think that's just that it bears mentioning because, you know, when you hear it in a list like that, you're like, oh, wait a minute, I've done stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I've had oh, that feeling many time I had to break out and update the old resume. So um, I, I appreciate those remarks, but I, I'm also really intrigued by the fact that you, you've gone through Buddhist teachings and, and then come through those and then added because you don't have to, you can still be a Buddhist and, and be a new thought person. The key to all of that is definitely comes from within. So tell us about that song, Within. So um, I'm actually going to bring up the lyrics for my own song here, even though I know, even though I know them. Just right? Because I'm like, okay, okay Aaron Drucker does the same thing. <laughs> okay, it makes sense. Oh, yes. Okay, so actually, immediately the first uh, second I see the lyric uh, to the song, I see, uh, I recall the impetus. So my friend Stuart Pearson, who is the co-writer on this song, he had brought me to Agape. And Agape was my first introduction to New Thought teachings up to that point. I had been a devoted um, Shin Buddhist. And I was like, well, yeah, I'm always open. So we went. And we had been going for a short period of time. And one of the talks that Reverend Michael Beckwith gave, he said, you know, if I am making a trip from LA to New York and I encounter fog, I might have to slow the car way down. It might be really hard to see ahead of me. I might not even be able to see, you know, a few feet down the road. But I know that if I just keep rolling the vehicle in the direction of New York, eventually I'll get there. That was the impetus for the lyric, 20 feet down the road is all I can see, but it's all that I need with 10,000 miles to go because I know that the light is burning inside of me. And then the chorus, which is within there's a mother, within there's a father, within there's a love, is um, as uh, part of, I have a very eclectic spiritual background and included in that list that I don't even think made the cut for the discussion, which I'll, I'll bring up now, is paganism. So I'm, I'm half Irish and I, you know, pagan roots, you know, we had healers in our family. Uh, who were very gifted on my mother's side. And so believing that there is a divine feminine and a divine masculine was just kind of something that I sort of intuitively always felt and explored uh, through pagan teachings. And so when it came to the chorus of this song, that's, that's what that's about. All right. Well, let's dive into Kelly Corsino's Within. But it's all 
I was listening to in preparing for this, uh, and I'm sure I'd heard it because I had listened to your your music in, in the CD that this was on. But I kind of it kind of made me chuckle. Namaste, because you might think <laughs> with the title that it's a, oh a, you know a meditative type song that you know you can <laughs> enter down and go within with Kelly and she sings Namaste. And as, as our listeners can probably tell by your laughter, that is not how that song goes. So please share no. with us how that came about. Uh, it's a booty shaker, that's for sure. And because <laughs> I like to shake my booty. Um, 
Namaste, I was actually part of a spiritual community after I, I went to Agape for a short time. And then I was like, I need to find something more local here in Long Beach. And I found Namaste spiritual community, Namaste CSL. And uh, just immediately fell in love with the amazing minister, um, Kimberly Hawkins, Reverend uh, Kimberly Hawkins is, a, um, uh, or I'm sorry, Kristen Hawkins. They, they, actually, her sister, Kimberly, became a, a minister and she's now in Oregon teaching. Uh, but anyway, so here I am at this community called Namaste and I was already familiar with the Sanskrit word and I thought, well, okay, good fit. Stuart and I had this song that was, we had already written the whole song and it was, it was called run, I think. And, and, and it was, we were writing a whole lot of different material at the time and it, it had this really cool feel and it was very upbeat, but the lyrics were very dark and it was actually kind of a sad idea of a song like and and running away from something that didn't feel good and I thought wow that's that's not the message I want to be saying and he's like yeah this doesn't feel right and I was like well let's just scrap the lyrics and start over and so here we have this track basically you know this happens sometimes when I'm writing I'll just put on you know some some music and and something will happen and that's what happened these lyrics literally just came flying out of me. I was um, driving down from the Kern River Valley through the canyon and I had the song on repeat and all of a sudden it was just like, oh, there it is. And I grabbed my voice memo on my phone and I just started recording the lyrics and the melody and, uh, and there it came. And I think that it's really timely right now because as this show is being recorded, we are literally experiencing um, riots in the streets over um, the recent events concerning George Floyd. And I feel like this lyric, walking down the street, I wonder, do these people feel the light within? The world is filled with pain and hunger. Can I really make a difference? And then breathe in the love from all my brothers and my sisters and my mothers and fathers, everyone. It's phenomenal, unstoppable, amazing grace reminding me to see namaste in me, see namaste in you. And um, I really, I, I couldn't wish that more for our, for our world than right now. Oh, thank you so much for that, that explanation. And let's, let's give that a listen. Namaste from Kelly Corsino.
Shaker in me honors and recognizes the booty shaker in you. Oh, yes. Uh, thank you for, for sharing that with us. And uh, and I, I do appreciate you mentioned, right, you're you're in Long Beach today. Uh, and at the time of this recording, you know, folks, there's always a lag between the recording and the release. Uh, so you've been in the midst of it. And as I've been preparing myself for this, I thought to myself, wow, you know, if if I could share a song with everybody out there that's protesting, uh, with all the people that are intent to do mayhem or looting and all that, and literally the song that jumped into my head was The Power of Love. Oh, nice. Um, this happened last night as I was watching footage and streams and all that. It was like, where is the power of love in all this? And and how do I get to see it? And so I pulled the song up and I was listening to it last night and then listening to it again to get it uh, in the mood for our interview today. And so I would love uh, if you can share a little more with us. What's the creative process that happens to to bring such a, a powerful song forward? Oh, my God, that is actually really funny. So we had the concept and again, written with Stuart Pearson. And, and, and it was pretty much, you know, this idea of somebody exploring, like, the most important power that we have within us, of course, which is the power of love. But what's really funny about the actual creation of the track itself is that, if you recall a moment ago, I mentioned this song called Run that we ended up ditching. Uh, but at the time, it hadn't been ditched yet. And I had all my gear set up in, in my home studio, and I had started trying to record the vocals for run and the gear kept failing. It would not let me record. Every time I hit record, the whole thing would shut down. And I'm like, this is insane. And finally, after about five minutes of frustration, I thought, Oh my God, 
spirit is talking to me. Spirit is like, that is not the song to do right now. And I was already in a crummy mood and I was like, you know, yeah, I want to sing that song because it's this, you know, dark song and, and spirit wouldn't let me. And I was like, okay, I get the message. And so I'm like, okay, well, let me just try another song before I give up for tonight and just shut it all down. So I load up power of love and immediately it lets me record. (laughs) (laughs) And so I started recording tracks and tracks and tracks and stacking and stacking and stacking all these sections because we didn't have access to other singers in that moment to bring them in for a choir. And I knew we both wanted a choir. And so I ended up recording 64 tracks of me being the choir. Uh, And I sent the, I, yeah, I sent the zip file over to my partner and he calls me the next day and he goes, are you okay? <laughs> Why? And he goes, you sent me 64 tracks. And I'm like, I know. And he goes, oh my God, this is insane. Anyway, so th- we both had a good chuckle over that, but it, I was, I was so overjoyed because the minute I started singing it, I felt light. I felt buoyant. I felt hopeful and I just wanted to keep tracking it. So 64 tracks later. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> 64. I think I'd be in this. What are you? Oh my gosh. 64. I got to mix it. Okay. <laughs> but you know, folks, it turned out to be an amazing song and let's give it a listen. This is uh, the power of love. Get ready to be up. Here we go.
Kelly Corsino, one of my absolute favorites uh, by you, Kelly. And what I want to do is uh, let's jump into another song, folks, because I want to listen to this one first and then have Kelly share a little bit with us about uh, the meaning and the creation and how this song ends up uh, as within her repertoire. So let's give this song a listen first. This is In the Key of Humanity by Kelly Corsino. Listen in.
puts me in that place of like oh absolutely of course you know right and but it really just uplifts me you, you said it yourself in, in uh for the power of love this is another one it gets me moving it gets me it feels like you're being the absolute authentic the most authentic you you have ever been uh on this rendition so share with us a little more how's this feel for you how's this come into being thank you um well this is a, a sweet experience in writing because uh, I met Harold Payne, who is an amazing positive music artist. Everyone knows Harold in this um, movement. And we had met at the uh, Posse Music Awards and Power uh, in Florida. And I, at the time, I was a very new up and comer in all of this. So I didn't know who he was. I didn't know he was, you know, the Harold Payne with all of these amazing uh, accomplishments under his belt as a songwriter. And so he graciously says, you know, well, you live in Long Beach. I live in San Pedro. Like, let's get together and write. And I'm all, oh, okay, fine. Yeah, sure. So we get together and he said, well, do you have starts of anything or do you want to just start fresh? And I said, actually, I have this one thing that's just been nagging at me. And it's just this idea, the key of humanity. And he's like, oh, I like that. And so he's like, well, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I don't know, something bluesy or whatever. And so he started comping these chords and then just bleh, it just sort of bleh, right out of my <laughs> face, right? Like, it's just, I never know how it's going to happen, right? <laughs> and so we just had, we were hooting and hollering and loving it. And it was just really fun. It flowed beautifully. And, um, and that was it. It just happened very, very organically. From that one little seed. Mm, yeah. Isn't it amazing, folks? A great song. Uh, and sometimes the creation is as simple as, yeah, I got a little something I'm working on. 
and spirit takes over and brings everything forward. How amazing. Uh, and I do want to remind everybody, this is Real Conversations, the meaning behind the music. I'm Reverend Robert Brzezinski. My co-host, Jenny Katioka, is with us today. And we've been chatting with the amazing Kelly Corsino and getting to listen to some of her music. And I know, Jeannie, you've got uh, a couple more songs on your list. What's next up? Uh, next up, we're going we're gonna to listen to Up in Flames. Uh, as, as Kelly alluded to while we're recording this, our world is kind of upside down with uh, certainly the virus, uh, but also the protests uh, in response to what happened to George Floyd. Tell us about Up in Flames, because that's how my life feels right now, Kelly. <laughs> yeah, it's really appropriate right now, honestly. Uh, I certainly don't condone violence, and I feel so it's really disturbing to see all the destruction, but I understand it. You know, I, I understand why people are doing what they're doing, even if I don't condone it. You know, this was more of a metaphorical burn it all down idea that burn down the system, the system that creates that level of frustration that would motivate people to, to act so, so horribly. It's a system that doesn't work for everyone. And, you know, clearly we do have, you know, two different Americas and that's not acceptable. So, you know, this was written many years ago, actually, in, in 2008, this was released. And so, uh, or actually written in 2008, released in 11. So it was true then, it's been true for hundreds of years and it's true now. And um, when Stuart and I were looking at um, some some lyrics, we, we kind of went with this idea from the perspective of the wealthy person, like, you know, I built my house of basilicata marble. I built my house out of purple heart wood. And these are all really rare materials, super expensive. I built my house coveting the Joneses. Should have known that it wouldn't be good. Up in flames, burn it all down. And then the second verse is filled my bank on the backs of other people, filled my bank with their blood, sweat, and tears. Filled my bank on the holiest of steeples. So now I'm aiming at the church. Yeah, I'm going there. And uh, should have known that my time was getting near. So, you know, it's time. It's time. Certainly is. So let's let's listen. Let's listen to Kelly Corsino's Open Flames. Ba-ba-ba-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-
Oh, we want to hear the story. Yes, we definitely want to hear the story, the American Idol story. Can you tell us uh, tell us that story? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, I had just gotten divorced from uh, a, a man that I spent 18 years with, and I was really trying to figure out which direction my life was heading. So I actually came back home and lived with my family for about three or four months to regroup. And so I was home and I was kind of plugging away at a few different projects. Am I, am I going to go, you know, into event production? Am I going to be a songwriter? Am I, you know, what, what's going on? And so I was navigating that and my dad, I'll, I'll never forget. My dad yelled from the bottom of the stairs, Oh my God, Kelly, American Idol is doing a songwriting competition. And I just rolled my eyes. I was like, Oh my God, no, I, that's so ridiculous. And so he talks to me again about it a few days later. I don't understand. Why don't you submit a song? I'm like, dad, everybody's going to be submitting a song and it's just a money grab. They're just, they just want the, the admission fee. It's ne it's never going to do anything for me. And, and what are the chances that my song's going to get picked out of, you know, how many thousands are going to get sent in. And so, uh, well, my mom and dad are very persistent people. <laughs> <laughs> so they would not let it go. Oh my God. I was like, all right, I will submit a song if it will just shut you up. And so, um, so I went through my archives and I knew that they wanted kind of a hero's journey sort of song. And it would be the song that the winner of American Idol that season would sing as their grand finale. And so uh, I had actually years earlier written a song for a, uh, a Disney production that uh, didn't end up getting picked up. And so I already had a hero's journey song. It needed to be cut down a little. I did some editing. Boom. When it actually my friend John Coco did. And so we got it down to the four minute max. And I just, Hail Mary, here it goes. I submitted it. I paid my money. It went in. And I just, I forgot about it, honestly. And then I, just like weeks later, I'm driving down the 405 and I'm uh, in the fast lane. Traffic is going quickly, which is unusual for the 405. So I'm on cloud nine because I'm going like 80 in, in the fast lane on the 405. And all of a sudden my phone rings and I have a car system. And so I answer it safely, hands-free. And I hear on the other end of the phone, is this Kelly Corsino? I said, yes. He said, this is Jesse from 19 Entertainment. And I'm like, wait a minute. And all the gears start clicking and I'm like, ah, 19 Entertainment is American Idol. And I'm like, ah. and so now I'm gasping and he goes, um, are you driving a car right now? And I said, yes. <laughs> and he goes, you might want to pull over. And I said, no, you know what? Doing 80 on the 405 is a great place to hear good news. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, did I say 80? I meant 60. I meant 60. I totally meant 60. Yeah. Anyway, so he proceeds to tell me that out of 20,000 submissions, my song had been chosen. Uh, so not only am I delighted, but also this was one of the first songs I had ever written completely by myself and produced by myself. And so it was particularly re rewarding that that was the song that was chosen. So it went through its paces and uh, it ended up in second place. The, the company, um, 19 Entertainment, already had the gentleman who won was already signed to 19 Entertainment, uh, the songwriter. And so they, they gave it to him, which was fine because it actually opened a lot of doors for me as a songwriter. And at the end of the day, it, 
you know, we all doubt ourselves. I'm no different than anybody else. So I wondered, do I have what it takes? Am I really a songwriter? Am I deluding myself? And that was sort of the proof that, yeah, you're a real songwriter. And so it was, it was a good shot in the arm for me. Well, let's hear Kelly Corsino's proof that she actually is a songwriter in the night. I have often heard it said, take your chance, don't wait another day. Fortunes can be won or lost, don't hesitate, don't be afraid. I've waited for this moment.
man. That's a, a great song. And, um, you know, six is pretty close to eight. Sixty is pretty close to 80 on, in my book. I think you're fine. You're going to be fine there. You remind me, I actually had I, one. I never drive in L.A. I have visited L.A. twice. The very first time I visited was like super on a, early on a Sunday morning. The 405 was empty and it rained. And I thought to myself, wow, I just saw rain in L.A. on the 405 with no traffic. So I just I figure I never have to yeah, come back. I've already been seen. there. I've done it. Yeah, that's like you're never going to see that again. <laughs> exactly. And, and I went back one other time. I could say I went twice. I went back one other time. And no, it was a normal day on the 405. And I sat there doing nothing for hours. So, uh <laughs> and never underestimate a father's oh, encouragement, absolutely. right? Absolutely. <laughs> so, and it's it would seem that uh, American Idol is not actually your only foray into writing music for an award. Uh, I found a song that you did with when you mentioned it early, earlier, Harold Payne. Uh, love Harold, actually. For listeners of this program, we have Harold scheduled for an interview in about two, three weeks. So we're going to do an interview with Harold in a few weeks. We might have to ask him about this song as well. Two of you created a song a few years back now, 2017, and it was part of the Peace Song Awards, and it was called No Man's Land. And uh, I I believe I know the story uh, behind the song. I'd love to have you share that with us a little bit and what it's like to work with Harold, what it's like in that, uh, that collaborative co-creative space. Harold is such a treat. You know, he's just such a, he's a chill dude and he's a very, you'd never know that he has the writing credits for all these, you know, Bobby Womack. I mean, big names in the industry that he's, he's written for because he's so humble and, so yeah, just writing with him is great, and 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 I always ply him with food. I'm like, come over, we'll write together. I'll feed you lunch, and he's like, lunch? I'm there. So yeah. <laughs> uh, so he's just he's very sweet. He's a great hang, and like I said, very generous as a songwriter, and just easy to collaborate with. This song, I actually was late to the party on knowing about this letter that was written that the song is based on and and I actually found out after we wrote ours that there was another song I can't remember if it's also called No Man's Land I believe it might be but it is also based on this letter and basically the story goes that there was an English soldier I want to say it was is it World War One Robert? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And he writes home to his sister and he says, you know, the most amazing thing happened last night. Uh, It was Christmas Eve and everyone had stopped fighting for the day and everything went silent. And then all of a sudden the evening, you know, night fell hit and everyone started singing Christmas carols and they could hear the Germans down in their bunkers singing like Silent Night and, and things in German. And the Americans and, well, everyone on the Allies side heard and they started joining in. And suddenly everyone just kind of, you know, like I think one of the Germans kind of threw up a white flag and said, you know, uh, we don't shoot, you don't shoot, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. And they all came into the killing fields, which is 
lovingly referred to as no man's land because that's like you don't want to go there. That's where you go to die. And everyone came there and for the evening they shared drink and cigars and cigarettes and stories and and were humans with each other. And it just struck me, uh, first of all, that they would be able to have that moment together, but also that they would then be able to, after that moment, go back to killing each other the next day. That must have been almost unfathomable for their minds. And so when, when I learned that story, I said to Harold, we got to write a song about that. And he's like, yeah, let's do it. So that is, that is the story. And this is the song. No man's land. Mm, Yeah, let's give that a listen, folks. This is No Man's Land by Kelly Corsino.
All right. Yes, what a beautiful, beautiful experience. And you tell the story well there. Uh, I, I in, uh, in your lead-in, you were reminding me that, yes, there is another New Thought artist that does a, sto- uh, a song similar. I think this, they named their song Christmas in the Trenches. And I'm going to have to go look that up, folks. Once I find it, I'll leave a link in the show notes for you so you can find that. And we'll leave links in the show notes uh, for all of the various ways you can connect with Kelly on Facebook, on her website. Check out her YouTube page. Hit subscribe on that YouTube page and uh, give her show her some love there. And uh, we're we're getting close to our time frame here, so Kelly, we've got time for one, maybe two more. But uh, before we get there, I wanted to ask, what's uh, on the horizon? What's new? Uh, where might we see you in the future? What what are you working on? What would you want people to know about what's coming next so for Kelly Corsino? I, I'm actually really excited about a project that I'm working on with, um, first and foremost, David Percher, uh, ma- amazing musician and uh, writer that I'm writing with right now. And the song that is on our plate right now, we've written several together. I'm very pleased with the stuff that we're writing. But about three weeks ago, we had a, a Zoom writing session because, you know, that's how we're all doing it right now. And we wrote this the start for this song called can you see me? And it's based on the pandemic. And interestingly enough, the lyrics that came out of that lay perfectly, especially the first verse into the story of George Floyd and um, race relations and the strife that we're all experiencing in our country right now about this moment. And so we, what our intention is, it's kind of a, a lofty goal, but as quickly as possible, we want to get the song finished and we want to have a lot of different artists contribute themselves singing on it and videotaping themselves singing on it as well as just regular folks doing the same and create a video that is of all of us together unified singing the song and I'm hoping if we can get it onto like YouTube and get it monetized and donate the proceeds to worthy causes that support Uh, positive race relations and reform. So maybe it's the ACLU. We're still looking into where we would channel those funds, where they'll be the most useful. It may may be more than one entity, but that's our intention. All right. Good, good, good. You heard it here, folks. New music coming from Kelly Corsino. So a single titled, Can You See Me? And uh, knowing your music, um, knowing the passion and and the love I see that you put into your music, uh, I can already tell this is going to be a powerful track. And and let us know. We'll make sure that uh, New Thought Radio and the New Thought Media Network help you promote that when it's time. So, all right. Final question. And uh, this is... uh, this is the one that uh, we never know exactly how it's going to go because there's a handful of questions, a handful of your songs that I would love to talk about that we haven't. Uh, and we save this just for this special occasion. Now we do understand that this is like asking a parent, what is your favorite child? <laughs> yes, exactly. You caught on. So what is your favorite Kelly Portino song? Wow, that really is like choosing your favorite child. Um, you know, I would have to say that a song that I wrote with Peggy Ducanel, amazing jazz pianist uh, and singer-songwriter in her own right, 
we started writing together a few years ago and we wrote this song, Bring Your Gift. And it's still in a demo state right now. And we really want to get it finished because it's a beautiful song. But basically the idea is um, the first verse speaks to, um, I, w- I made a wish that nobody heard, a secret wish that I could disappear. I wondered if anyone would know. I wondered if anyone would care if I didn't show up at all. But even on my darkest night, my soul can see. Even when my eyes are blind, my soul can see that there was never a day that didn't whisper and say, bring your gift. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Sounds to me, folks, like there might be a whole new (laughs) album coming. I don't know here. (laughs) All right. Well, folks, that's still, uh, as you heard Kelly saying, that's still in the demo process. So we're not going to be able to share that song with you here today. Uh, But I do want to give a a kickoff and say uh, we'll play another song on the way out. But before we get there, we'll get a chance to say some thank yous. Thank you so much, Kelly, for being with us today. It's been a great time chatting with you. Thank you so much. It was my pleasure. Thank you for inviting me to be on the show. I love what you guys are up to. Thank you for supporting positive music. Oh, thank you. All right. Before we wrap this up, give us uh, 45 seconds. We're going to play. We're going to send everybody out the door with God told me so. Give us just a little taste how that came to be. Well, basically, all I'm going to say is it got re-recorded and re-recorded and re-recorded because I kept wanting to find the the perfect gospel choir. And and then finally, it, it happened. And it was very worth the wait after many attempts at it. And, um, and I just, I, I love what, what the folks who are on that track brought to it is just like the second they opened their mouths, I went, Oh, that's it. That's the sound, you know? So, um, that's it. It's just a very simple idea that, you know, God told me so in the rising of the sun <laughs> and all the other attributes that God gives us. That's it. Right on. Well, thank you for listening, folks. On behalf of myself and my co-host, Jeannie Katioka, we are Real Conversations. We're going to play this song out, and then we'll see you again next time for more Real Conversations. Thank Thanks again, Kelly. Receive what you believe. Feel the light you want to shine. Have your vision every day. Lay it on the line. Stay true to your purpose. And let's be
Thank you for listening to Real Conversations, exploring the meaning behind the music. Real Conversations is produced by the New Thought Radio Network, sharing a vibration of love, positivity, and empowerment through a variety of media streams. Learn more on the web at newthoughtmedianetwork.org. Listen to past episodes of Real Conversations on the podcast page at newthoughtradio.net. Until next time, peace and blessings. Go forth and prosper.